Can we have a soundboard? What do you mean? Like, later, if we keep doing this, can I have a soundboard so I'll, like, make a zinger and I can go, boom. No, you have to edit that in later. Not if you have a soundboard. No, that's stupid. You edit it in, and then you can edit in anything you want instead of having, like, just six sounds that you can have or whatever. I can make whatever sounds I want. But you could set up Gowan's uh, thing as a soundboard. Launchpad? Yes. Hell yeah. I think we talked about language in the podcast. No, we didn't. Well, we are now. What's the policy? The policy is that you speak the way that normal 14-year-olds speak around their mothers. I'm not going to go into that. That's right. You're not. So... Welcome to Coffee with My Mom. A podcast about family, life, and the realization that being a girl is hard, so we have to stick together. Our podcast is about moms, and it's about daughters. It's about mothers and daughters and how we communicate throughout the eons. (laughs) Or just throughout the couple of years that you're a teenager. That it feels like eons. I think that's fair. Literally, I've, I'm only 14, and it feels like it's been like 70 years. For I'm a grandmother. For both of us. You know what? <laughs> Why don't you get off my head? I'm not on your head? No, it's a thing that teenagers say. Got it. Can we have like a Cadence's thing that teenagers say? Yes, I said We're, that. I said we would do, it would be like Bruno. It would be like, what is it? Niche, niche, or vas up? And you would tell up. me different terms that okay, teenagers okay, say. Okay, can we start with that then? I would either tell you that those were niche, niche, or they were vas up, in my opinion. Okay, like, can, whether we, can we do that right now then? Sure. Get off my head. Yeah. Niche, niche. Why? It's lame. That's Why dumb. Why lame? Because nobody's on your head. Do you understand the definition of the word? Yes. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was I was just vomiting on your mic. No vomiting on the mic. I'm sorry. (coughs) Hot liquids don't help with that. Okay, so we don't know what we're calling the podcast yet, but we had initially thought we might call it Coffee with My Mom. Sensual time. (laughs) It's not sensual time. So, in that interest, we thought that we can talk about what coffee or other beverage we are drinking. Mom's going to be drinking an alcohol a lot of the time. If we're recording in the evening, I am. I'm not drinking coffee at night. I'm drinking coffee. You're not. You're drinking tea, which is a different beverage. Get off my head. <laughs> not on your head. That's not a thing. It is. All right. Just because you niche niche it doesn't mean it's not a thing. <laughs> God. All right. Okay, so the idea is that every episode we're going to talk about a different topic. And you didn't talk about what you're drinking. Oh, I'm sorry. I am drinking Elysian Split Shot Espresso Milk Stout. It's got coffee in it, technically. Technically? What are you drinking? I'm drinking the Mad Hatter's Wonderland Elixir, an Owlcrate exclusive tea blend. <laughs> Are you marketing for Owlcrate yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> Sponsored by. I wish. That'd be lit. We will be drawing from a list of topics that was generated by me and by Cadence. And Genius. we'll be talking about different things that teenagers might want to ask their parents about, but might not feel like they can, might not have someone they can talk to. We're going to be focusing on stuff for girls, but if you're a dude... <coughs> Hayden's almost threw up at the very idea 
of a dude listening to this <laughs> podcast. Shut up. I think that tea might be gross. Is that tea gross? No, no, no. I'm just looking at this thing and I inhaled some hair. But if you're a dude and if you're hot, oh. then you're welcome to contact Cadence at <laughs> hotboysforcadence at gmail.com. Beat dot fish at instagram.com <laughs> hit me up boys slide under my DMs oh, I'm always your, open that's your real insta you just gave to those hot boys hit me up <laughs> I post poetry and sometimes artsy photos but mostly <laughs> photos of me looking sad <laughs> it's true I'll, I'll come up to the car and I'll see you and I think you look sad and I'm about to ask you like you're waiting in the car for me to get in and I'll be about to ask you what's wrong Cadence you look so sad and then I'll see your phone like up at a weird angle above because you because that's the only angle I look good it gets rid of my double chin and then I'll know that you're just taking a selfie you're not yeah, actually no. sad I'm like honestly the best place to take selfies in, is in cars like ladies if you're like looking for a good place to take a selfie I don't think they are the, the, the sunlight just comes through the car windows real nice and you get real good light and you look like a goddess and that's where I always take my selfies. So... Get off my head. (laughs) (laughs) Niche. Niche. I'm gonna keep saying that now because you're pissed about it. Cutting that out. Profane. So, what's our topic this week? So our topic this week is high school because she's like an 80 year old woman and she's been through high school. 38. 39. I am 38. Cadence is 14. I'm almost 15. She'll be 15 next month. This month. This month? Like this two month. weeks. This month. So we're going to talk about high school. So the format that we have come up with is that every episode we will talk about a topic from our list. And Cadence will come up with a list of questions to ask me. And then we'll talk about whatever it is that Cadence has brought to the table. And I have not seen the questions before she asks them. But we want her to be completely blind to the train wreck that's coming. <laughs> She's like Helen Keller. What do you got? You have nothing I can't handle. Um, so what's the one thing that you regret from high school? The one thing you'd go back and change? I don't know that I I don't know that I regret anything from high school. That's a lie. I really, really? I, I feel like I made a lot of mistakes in high school and any of those mistakes that I wouldn't have made then I wouldn't have learned the things I learned. That's fair. I get that. I had friends that weren't great for me. I mean, I feel that. But <clears throat> I don't think I would... I don't think I would want to have had a high school experience in which I'm like, oh, I did everything perfect. If you ask me what did I do that that was a mistake I learned from, then that's kind of a different story. But to me, regret means something you would take back. Yeah. And like if you ever, like, carried a girl... Carried a Pulled girl. a carry and bathed her in pig's blood, you'd probably regret that. Well, I suppose. <laughs> That's not really a thing I would do. <laughs> sure. Like, I would be way more likely to get carried than to carry someone. Fair, fair. You know what like, my, my school experience was like. Well, I mean, it happened to you once. <laughs> no, it did not. That was a different experience. And that was actually in middle school. Okay, fine. Middle school sucked probably worse for you than high school, right? Yeah, I, I had a better high school experience than middle school. But That's funny, because I found the exact opposite so far. Like, I uh, I was homeschooled, right? Mm-hmm. And then I went like went back and forth. The bullying was epic in homeschool. Right? Oh, my <laughs> God. Anyway. You know, um, so then you went in went, into seventh grade. Yeah. But I would, I would definitely have to say that elementary school is the worst, because I went in seventh grade, 
and like everything went smooth from there it could have been the school or it could have been yeah. the fact that I was like ready finally I think if you would have gone to Pathfinder in elementary school you would have had a different experience yeah. than you did at some of the schools elementary schoolers are mean it's true like that's my memory like I well, was fine in kindergarten because I was just like bebopping around and I wasn't like really aware of what was going on around me people can be kind of mean people can be mean but I don't know why I guess I'm just like ready for it now mm-hmm. but like People aren't as mean in middle school as they are in elementary school, at least from how I remember it. They were so mean. So, I don't, I, and I, I don't, I don't say that to dodge the question. Yeah. I'm happy to talk about mistakes that I made, but thinking about it, I, I don't know, you know, I had a situation in which I got drunk and got in a lot of trouble. And I get that. Lost my entire friend group. And what came out of that was that I made a new friend group. And the center of that friend group was your dad. So, you know, if I regretted that decision, then I wouldn't be where I am today. One thing you regret from high school, you don't really regret anything enough to go back and change it. Right. Yeah. Because the truth is, that's kind of what high school is all about, is making a bunch of mistakes. I get that. Um, So, there's this thing that's going on in middle school. Middle school? Girl, it's high school. There's this thing going on in high school right now where basically, um, especially as freshmen, they're hyping us up really, really hard for college. Mm -hmm. And that's not, I don't mean hyping us up like preparing us, Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean like hyping us up, like making us all really anxious about college. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that like you won't be able to get in if like you like, like whatever. They've always done that. Do you think that's really necessary? Uh, Yeah. Why? Because I think you start out and you're, like, a little kid and someone has to, like, hold your hand and take you to the bathroom. Yeah. And so if they just continued to, like, hold your hand and take you to the bathroom all the way through school and all the way through high school, then what would happen when you went out into the real world? That's a good point. So... I'm not, I'm not saying that... Okay, so there are so many kids that I know that are having so much anxiety over college. Mm-hmm. And that's because every time, like, we're in, like, advisory and they're just jamming the fact that it's going to be so hard for us to get into college down our throats. And I don't, I don't agree because there was something you told me once that was, even if you don't get particularly good grades in high school, mm-hmm. if you were determined to go to the school of your choice, like, you might mm-hmm. not be able to get into Harvard or Yale, mm-hmm. but let's say, like, you, like, pass, like, with, like, all C's, mm-hmm. you can still, like, and UW doesn't want you. You sure. can still go to, like, community college and then transfer to UW. But you can see why that's not a good, like, what they don't want is for you to be a freshman and for you to just go, eh, I don't really have to focus. I'll, like, just go to community college and get to UW that way, right? Yeah. They don't want that. They want you to, like, kick in and start working. That's They want you to bust your butt because it's time for that. This is time for you to work hard and learn hard and do your job. Yeah. So, you know, they... They tell you that it's going to be harder in college because it is. is, And they tell you that it's going to be hard to get into college because you have to wake up and start paying attention to that. You shouldn't be anxious about it. And again, I think it's hard because I think that is our job. That's mom's and dad's jobs. Yeah. Is to help you understand what the importance of that is and isn't. Yeah. I think at school, it's their job to tell you it's going to be really stinking hard. And then you come home and talk to your mom about it. And she says, it's cool. You'll be fine. Yeah. Right? You're you're an A student, you're busting your butt, you're fine. But if you weren't, if you I'm sure you don't know anybody who's just like who's just coasting, who's just not doing their homework and just kind of 
Do you not? You really don't? <laughs> no, you I don't do. know anybody. I do. No, right. I do. I exactly. Do. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm getting at. So that was a sarcastic. You don't. Yeah, know that anybody. was that was a very sarcastic. Yeah, I realize that now. <laughs> so, you know, those kids. They need a fire. They need someone to drive them. They need the teachers to tell them it's really hard and for their parents to tell them to get off their butt and start working, which is what I'd be telling you if you weren't busting your butt. Yeah. Because I want to go to UW, and then I want to go to medical school, and then I want to go get my internship, and then I want to get my residency, and, that and plan, then I want to get my fellowship, that, and then I want to go into the neonatology. That plan will probably change another 30 times bef- that's a lot. between now and then, and babies that's fine. Babies are cute. <laughs> babies are cute. But I don't want to have one, because I hate babies, but I only want to deal with them when they're inside of a woman. <laughs> I think that probably came out more awkward than you meant it to. <laughs> <laughs> so you feel like we covered that question yeah um what is the best way to break up with a friend this is one we talked about for months and months oh yeah oh yeah because i had i was stuck in a friendship that i didn't really want to be part of um it was there was just so much difference between me and the girl i was friends with like she was a bit younger than me we kind of bonded at the beginning over like babysitting and then, like, her mom wouldn't let her babysit. And then we found out that that was all we had in common. So, like, there was just no point in it. And I, I don't necessarily remember, but I feel like that could also be good information for people that I know. Because, like, I, it's really easy to get sucked up in these toxic friend groups that, like, it might seem hard to just drop because mm-hmm. they're, like, your only friend group. So what is the best way to break up with a friend slash friend group, leave a friend group, without blowing everything up well so you don't actually have to quote unquote break up you know you break up with a romantic partner Mm -hmm. and the reason that you have to break up is because you've made them a promise that you won't be romantic with other people yeah right and so now you have to break that off you have to break that promise and let them know that you are now back on the market you are now going to see other people yeah that's the whole point of a breakup with a friendship, you don't have to do that because you haven't made them any kind of promise that you won't have other friends. So, you know, what I would suggest, if you have friends and or friend groups that you don't want to be friends with anymore, then just find new friends. Find new friend groups. Pursue whatever your interests are. So you like art? Join an art club. You like theater? Go join yeah. the play. Find a thing you like doing. Make friends who do that thing and then just start spending more time with those friends. Yeah. Right? You don't have to, like, be at odds with the people that you don't want to be with anymore. Just don't be with them. Yeah. Right? You don't have to You don't have to make plans with them. You don't have to tell them, I won't make plans with you because we're not friends anymore. Yeah. You can just say, eh, I have other stuff going on. Yeah. And I'm then busy. eventually they'll get the hint and be like, hey, like, I'm going to back off a little bit. You know, and I think that's part of what the problem was with that situation with you in homeschool is that that was right before you went to middle school. Yeah. And the reason you went to middle school is because you were struggling to find enough people to hang out with. So you couldn't just move on from that friendship and, and spend more time with someone else because you were starting to find that there just weren't enough someone else's. Yeah. Because it's a very small community. And by that point, like everyone in homeschool is like five because everyone has gone on. Yeah. It's a, it's a big community, but yeah, it narrows as you get to high school age. And I think that's 
partly because some high school homeschoolers have found their own groups and they just spend all their time at their own friend groups and not yeah. like at the public events anymore. And some of it is because they're ready to fly. You yeah. get more difficult to to teach. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think and a lot of those kids do either get sent to public school because their parents don't want to teach them anymore or ask to go to public school for the same reason that you did because they're looking for more people. Yeah. Whatever, so I think that's, you know, that's why that was so sticky for you was you couldn't do that. Yeah, in I that couldn't friendship. get away. But now your situation that you have now, your different situations that you have now, you can just start spending more time with other people. Yeah, especially since there's so many people at that school. There's like, I think there's like 2,500. You can always find new friends. Oh, yeah, always. Um, and then I, ha- I have people that I'll always hang on to, mm-hmm. um, like that are like, my people that I feel bad but I use them as safety nets no that's not wrong that's what friends are yeah but and the other thing there is you could also utilize that where if uh, you have a friend that you're trying to get some distance from and they're kind of they're um, pursuing you getting together or doing things then you could I you know know one friend in particular that you have that you could say to him hey uh I really need some space from so-and-so, so can we just make some plans? Yeah. Can you just hang out with me? Can you help me be busy so yeah. that I don't have to so that I don't have to have a good reason not to hang out with these people? Yeah. Smart. Um, so what's the meanest and or the nicest thing that happened to you during your high school years? Hmm. So like going back to kind of like the carry thing. Well, so I mean I've got a lot of those stories mm-hmm. from middle school. Yeah. Um High school. It should narrow it down since, like, you didn't have a very bad high school life. I had an assistant principal who convinced himself that I was on weed, even (laughs) though at that point in my life I had never, uh, never experienced that. But he made it, like, his, like, life's business to try to catch (laughs) me smoking weed. That's so stupid. Uh, So that was fun. But, I mean, I don't know that that's mean. That was, like, no. administration being a pain. That's kind of yeah. what they do. Yeah, kind of their job. Not the administration in my school, actually. Like, everyone there is super nice. Like, everyone that I've talked to, it's probably because I haven't gotten in trouble yet. Mm-hmm. Cause, like, no, I mean, we had a lot of administrators that were nice, too. Yeah. Like, our principal is actually pretty cool. <coughs> he talks for a really, really, really long time. They do that. But, like, other than that, he's actually, like, pretty nice and, like, he listens to problems and whatever and he helped me get my worker card, which is cool. Um, you know, I mean, when I started dating your dad, there was a bit of a pitfall there. Oh, yeah. Because there were a lot of girls who seemed convinced that, like... He was gonna drop you. No, not even that he was gonna drop me, but just that, like, that... that they were going to date him when they were ready for it. And then when he got serious about yeah. me and it became clear he was actually off the market, then there was drama. But again, I mean, I don't know that I consider those things mean yeah. because it was more like, you know, again, like one girl sent her friend to come and tell me that uh, that she and your dad were soulmates and that I needed to back off, right? But crazy. Like, sure, but I mean, I don't know that it was mean. Um, no, that's just girls being girls. You know, in terms of nice things... Um, I had friends and we looked out for each other and, you know, I had a band and we played shows together and that was a lot of fun. Um, I think also you having dad too would be like pretty... Your dad was very nice to me. (laughs) 
I mean, I mean that because, you know, I had boyfriends and that was a big part of what spoke to me about your dad was that he was very nice to me. Like he, he didn't, he didn't take me for granted in the way that I think it's easy for high school boys to do with high school girls. But he, he was really nice to me. Yeah. So yeah, your dad was actually, as much as that's kind of a maudlin answer, he was the yeah. nicest thing that happened to me. Because they got married um, in high school. No, no? We finished high school before really? we got married. I think got married oh. when you were seventeen. No, your dad finished high school. I had like just government and econ left to do. You're right. We got married before I was yeah. quite done with high school. Oh, that's what I said. Um, are you done with that question? I don't know. Are you done with that question? Are I'm you? still trying to think of mean things. You know, I mean, there. I know that there were. I know that that people said rude things to me and got in my business oh, just like course. any other high school, but I, I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking of any story. You know, in middle school, I really yeah, didn't fit in, that. and I sat all by myself at lunch because I had no one to sit with, and it was decided that I was a lesbian, and thus no one should speak to me. And so that's how it was. And the service kids, who were the kids who, like, wore aprons and, like, cleaned up the trays and stuff, uh, would throw pennies at me where I was sitting by myself at my table. And so I eventually just quit eating lunch at school and went to the library instead. But, you know, even that, I mean, and this is... This is bad. This shows you what why I deserved the pennies thrown at me. Nerd. Because... Even that, I was like, it's okay, it's a blessing, because I used that time to become a super speller and win the school spelling bee and go on to the school spelling team in which I went to state. Ooh. (laughs) Case closed. I was the team captain of the spelling team. Of course you were. And, I mean, the thing about that is it was a social outlet. I made friends that way. And if that hadn't happened in the lunchroom... I don't know, I probably still would have won the spelling bee, I'm not going to lie. Probably, you're such a nerd. <laughs> but I studied, I studied during lunch, and that's... Like, you're like, I'd be a secretary. Um. No way, I thought I was going to be a lawyer. Of course you did, <laughs> nerd. Um, <clears throat> this one kind of links back to what we were talking about with Dad. Um, what were the upsides and downsides of being married in high school? I don't, I don't know that I really consider myself to have been married in high school. Again, that's kind of like my answer even initially was that I wasn't, you know, because I had a really great, really, uh, involved three years of high school, you know, freshman, sophomore and junior year. And, and my junior year, your dad was away at college. So I really threw myself into school and just did the school thing really hard. I was editor of the school paper. I was in a band. I, you know, I got involved. I was in honor society. (coughs) Yeah. Um, and so I feel like I had a really full high school experience and in a lot of ways my junior year because I, I, I was in those roles because I was the editor of the school paper yeah. I had a lot of freedoms that normally are reserved for seniors Yeah. and so then I married your dad that summer because he came back from school and decided that he was going to take some time off until we were ready to go mm-hmm. together yeah. back to the school the college he was yeah. at and then you got beaten by me <laughs> no 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 you came along much later no, I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about when you guys both went back to school. Well, yeah, but that was six years later. Really? Yeah. I didn't think it was that Oh, because you were like 17. I was 17. We had, a, we had a long time to kind of 
do our stuff and figure our stuff out, get our shit yeah. in a bag. <laughs> Profanity. Profanity, I know. So I really felt like I had the whole high school experience that I wanted to have. And I married your dad that summer and we got an apartment. And I basically went back to the school to finish government and econ because, again, I had I had done school so thoroughly that I had all the credits that I needed. Yeah. You know, I, I was ahead of the game. And so I started taking government and econ and realized it was going to take a long time and it was really, really easy. It was like, read yeah. the chapter, answer the worksheet. Read the chapter, answer the worksheet. So I transferred to alternative school. I finished government and econ in like two weeks and then I was done. Yeah. So, you know, it was really less like I was married in high school and more, I mean, it was probably grand total of three weeks yeah. I spent in high school after we got married. Well, so, well let me rephrase my question then. Mm-hmm. Um, what were the upsides and downsides of being married young? Well, so I could answer that, um, but also in the the high school kind of mentality, um, I also was engaged to your dad my whole junior year. Yeah. And he was away at college, so not only did I... Yeah, what were the attitudes of people around you where they're like, oh yeah, that's going to last? Because like... Um, You know, we... Most of the people around me knew me and your dad. Yeah. And kind of generally had an attitude that was more like, yeah, well, you know how Mary and Jason are, right? which is kind of still how it is, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So, no, I don't feel like I got a lot of, you know, people were weirded out by it a little bit, but uh, I don't feel like I got a whole lot of flack for it. Yeah. I mean, we weren't the, even the only ones we knew who got that serious or got engaged or married that young. It's just that everyone else who did it did it because they had babies. <laughs> Shotgun wedding. Yep. Um. So I think this is the last question I have right now. Um, what was the hardest thing about being a girl in high school in your era? The hardest thing about being a girl? Well, a funny thing about my experience is I feel like, you know, I grew up, I was in high school in the 90s. And they told us that sexism was over. And they told... No, that's a lie. And they told us that we were going to have whatever jobs we wanted to have and they told us that science and math were open to us and all of these things and and we believed it and so I feel like I actually don't feel like I I mean I know I encountered sexism in high school that was of the sort that we kind of didn't even realize you know it's kind of like when you watch an 80s movie and they say things that you can't believe but in the 80s no one thought that was sexist no because that was just the 80s I'm sure I came up against those kind of things. But I don't really remember feeling like I was limited. And I feel like, in fact, because it was after the 90s that we kind of started to backslide with those things uh, and started to change our attitudes and say, you know, somebody needs to send women back to the kitchen. Why did we change it? I don't know. I think, you know, I once heard someone describe a, it was actually a breakup as uh, knocking over a soda machine. And the idea being that, like, you can't just walk up to a soda machine and just push that thing over. No, it takes a right? lot of weight. You kind of have to rock it back and forth. And and you rock it further and further every time until it tips. And mm-hmm. the way that they were talking about a, breakup, about a breakup, they were saying that you have to break up and get back together a few times after a long-term relationship. Oh, yeah. But in that same sense, I think that's kind of what happens with things like, like uh, 
civil rights and yes racism and sexism is that there's this this back and forth where we make a little progress and then we backslide you know it's kind of like how gay people got the right to get married and then they took it away again and then they got it again and then they tried to take it away again then then they failed well then the supreme court said no they have it and now like they're still kind of trying to take it away again i mean a little bit like there's kind of like my pens i mean i think it's going to be fine but i think the point is all of those things they kind of move back and forth where you make some progress and then there's a subset of the population who's like wait a minute i don't like this and then they get louder and louder and then we decide as a society if we're going to tell them to sit down or if we're going to let them write the story well, why do we let them write the story? Why don't we just stab the rednecks in the eyes? Because then we're no better than the things Fair. that we complain about. <laughs> I, I suppose I did have a science teacher who touched my leg inappropriately. Ew, tell me about that. In eighth grade? Eighth grade? In eighth grade. Again, that was not high school. Tell me about it. Uh, I've never heard about this story. Oh, it wasn't that big a deal. It was... Uh, um, I was on a science team because I did all the academic teams in middle and high school. Katie Heron who? I don't know who that is. Katie Heron? Yeah. Mean Girls? Oh, okay. Come on. Uh, Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, uh, okay. So Lindsay- No one has ever called me Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> okay, I'm not talking about Lindsay Lohan because we all know about Lindsay Lohan. But I'm talking about the character Katie Heron because she like did like the math leads and like she was cool and did math but she only like dumbed herself down for Aaron Samuels or whatever. See, I was president. I was pre- I was president of most of the academic teams. I God, did. you're such a I, nerd. I know I'm a nerd, but my point is nobody was ever like, no. you're a girl, you can't be in charge here. Everyone was like, let's get Mary up to the table, right? So You choose the girl. <laughs> it just, I, I felt in middle and high school, I felt like being a girl didn't get in my way. And again, I know that fewer girls choose things like math and science, and that was certainly true back then, but it didn't feel like it held me back. Yeah. So the teacher in question had a reputation for, so he had it. touched girls before? Yeah. So he had it in his head, supposedly, that cheerleaders would write test answers on their legs up under their cheerleader skirts. So, I don't know if you've known any cheerleaders or if it's still the same, but back in the day, you had shorts that you wore under your cheerleading skirt called Spanx that were actually no different than your underwear, but they were technically, you could show them because they weren't underwear. Can I bag on freaking cheerleaders for a second? No, we're not bagging on cheerleaders. Sorry. (laughs) I just feel like the concept is so sexist. Why? Cheerleaders are serious athletes. I'm aware that they're more, serious. You know, athletes. did you know that more cheerleaders Get are seriously than, injured, yeah, engineered, football players. Or, engineered, <laughs> injured than football players? Yeah. No, I'm no I have respect for those girls, and I have respect for that sport. I have respect for those girls, and I have respect for that sport. But it just feels kind of like stripping. Like honestly, like I don't have a problem with it. But well, like, it depends on how it's done. It's like anything else, right? Yeah. It's just like if you're at the school assemblies and they're just jumping around showing their underwear. Like, why can't I do that? Like, why can't I just jump around and show my underwear? Well, are you sure that's what they're doing? I'm because if you watch a Britney Spears video, what those <laughs> oh God. what those dancers are doing looks easy to you. Yeah. But if you were to actually try to do what they're doing, 
It's not. Oh, yeah. It's not. And the truth is, again, I mean, every cheerleader is different. I can't speak to the cheerleaders at your school. Yeah. But cheerleaders are, are doing routines. It's almost like gymnastics. But the idea is that they are there in order to support the team. Now, you yeah. can argue about how you feel about the fact that we choose girls to support the team. And I, I want a boy cheerleader team where see, they wear, like, really tight spandex. See, that's what I was going to say. Is I think There's nothing wrong with girls cheering for the boys' teams if we just had boys cheering for the girls' teams. Yes, yes, yes. And 100%. I, please. Because I think the idea of having someone there to support morale and to... I mean, your dad and I do a certain amount of cheerleading on a regular basis, right? <clears throat> the idea of getting people excited about things is, that's a, a it's a good job to have. Yeah. And we're not going to slut shame anybody. I'm not slut shaming. I just feel like the concept is a little sexist. Uh, I feel like you're talking about people dancing around showing their underwear is a little slut shaming. I'm not saying it's a problem. But, but. Why can't I do it though? You can. Oh, God. <laughs> Did someone tell you you couldn't? Yeah. Who? The principal. The principal came to you one He's day. He's like, Katie Sturgeon, come to the office. When you had a skirt on and shorts underneath and you were flipping your skirt up in the air, because that is a thing I can totally imagine you doing. Oh, yeah. And the, like, principal, hey. and the principal said to you, Cadence, you shall not do that. You're not a cheerleader. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Never. Mr. Vance is just slut shamer. Exposed. I'm sure you just busted the levels of our audio all over the place. You're welcome. So, um, what were we talking about before we went into cheerleading? Uh, we were talking about my teacher who oh, thought oh. that cheerleaders wrote their answers on their legs. Honestly, that's actually kind of a smart idea. And so, every test day, if there were cheerleaders in their cheerleading skirts, he made them go into the back office and lift their skirt up for him. <laughs> normal, normal. Normal, normal. Everything's normal here. So there was that. And so I was in a summer science team and didn't have a ride yeah. to the school. Uh-oh. And he came and picked me up. So we were driving in the car oh. and he was supposedly trying to explain something to me about the rotation of the earth. Ugh. And so he was like putting his hand in circles and just, like, putting it over my, like, legs and I had shorts on. And so it was uncomfortable, but, like, whatever. We went to the school. I walked home from school. I'm gonna vomit. Of course you did, because that's a smart idea. And then when he... Don't get molested. Yeah, and then I said I wouldn't go anymore. I wouldn't go to the... It was, like, the next week was, like, the, I don't know, the meet or whatever. And I said I wouldn't go. And he uh, came to my house and knocked on my door and I told my dad to go tell him I wasn't coming and he, of course your granddad he didn't even like ask me why or what was going no, on was just like, oh, I was like uh, he wants to make me go and I don't want to go tell him I don't want to go and he was like alright and he just went and was like she's not coming and so he left and that was kind of the end of that so I never did any other like team with that teacher no that makes sense. I had teachers that I was attracted to, <coughs> but I never had teachers that pursued me in that manner. And again, I don't really feel that he pursued me, and I don't really feel that he ever, like, I, I didn't have the feeling at the time that, like, he was trying to do something more. I feel like he liked to look at cheerleaders' legs, and he liked to get away with touching, like, young girls' legs, Ugh. and that's gross, but, like, I feel like that's kind of all it ever was. 
so I mean that was icky I but hope so but regardless I mean I never felt like threatened or scared or anything I was just like you're gross and that was kind of it was the 80s a time when he would not have been fired for that uh this was the 90s um but I, I don't know I mean well I mean the cheerleader story was common knowledge in the school and nothing ever happened as a result of it so you know you tell me that's that's stupid um, so I think that's all of the questions I have. But I came up with another niche, 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 up. Niche, niche, so. up. What you got? <clears throat> so there's this term that's, um, when you are, um, like when you're burning someone really hard, it's called dragging someone. Okay. So basically, if, like, the thing that just happened was, like, Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about Lindsay Lohan. I almost dragged her really hard. That's that's the context of that word. Almost dragged her really hard by what? Comparing her to me? No, 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 no. <laughs> I almost said some stuff I was gonna regret about Lindsay Lohan. Oh, we were we were so so in the new year we are working on mindfulness. Ooh. And we've had a conversation about slut shaming. I'm not slut shaming no, her. No, I just want to say no, she's no. dumb. Well, the point Drag is. Drag her! We've been talking about slut shaming and how it brings us all down when we do it. One of my favorite quotes. This is also from Mean Girls. I have a weird obsession with Mean Girls. But it's, um, it's a quote from Tina Fey in that movie. And she says, um, the more we call each other sluts and whores, the more okay it is for guys to call us sluts and whores. And I, like, I really relate to that. Um, and I feel like she's right by saying that. Because, like, if, if it just becomes n- neutral, then, like, why won't they start using it? Which is less okay, in my opinion, at least, than a girl calling another girl a slut. So the point is, at 14 years old, it has been a little bit difficult for Cadence to work on her mindfulness and intentionally to stop slut-shaming people. I'm not slut-shaming it's Calling a girl a slut is different than slut shaming. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, that's precisely what slut shaming is. The whole point is there are no sluts. If girls like sex, that's fine. Well, what if, if they, they steal your man? Then he wasn't really your man. God. See, this is why I can't talk to her. If they make... She just invalidated my whole no. relationship with the boy. I just dragged you. Okay, okay. Pause, <laughs> pause, pause. Is that Vasha or is that niche niche? That's Vasha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but we don't, we don't do it, but we don't drag people for liking sex because there's nothing wrong with liking sex. You would drag me if I slept with a bunch of guys would not drag you. If someone makes poor decisions, then we should talk about those decisions. If someone is doing something that is risky or harmful to themselves in the pursuit of sex, smoking weed. They're smoking weed in the pursuit of sex? Yes. So now in high school, girls have to do drugs in order to get sex from boys? Yes. Because in my day... That's why I can't get any sex. No, stop. (laughs) In my day... Back in my day, I had to walk two miles up the hill both ways in the snow and rain to get to school. All you had to do was say yes. (laughs) Or no. And there were boys who were ready to go. I mean, that's because, like... Was that in freshman year? Sure. I mean, the thing is... What? We didn't really realize it. Where we didn't am really, I missing? Well, now those dudes are all, like, almost 40. They're but, all dead or in prison. <laughs> I, Jesus, I hope not. <laughs> I'm not 
that old. Yeah, you are. We were talking about slut shaming oh, yeah. and Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah. That's the name of this episode. Slut shaming and Lindsay Can that actually be the name of the episode? Sure. Slut shaming and Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. This is going to take so much editing. You know what? Stop dragging me. Get off my head. <laughs> so we're probably good to, to wrap up whenever you're ready. So is there yeah. anything else you want uh, to talk about? Don't slut shame. Uh, unless it's Lindsay Lohan. No, we're not going to slut no. shame Lindsay Lohan. Don't, don't slut shame. Even if it's Lindsay Lohan. The whole point is no one is a slut. The whole yeah. point is slut is a is a bad concept. Because the point of slut is that it's a pejorative yeah. based on someone enjoying sex. Yep. And that should not be pejorative. No, it shouldn't. Anyways, uh, don't slut shame. Even if it's Lindsay Lohan. Because she's a good person, too. She doesn't. And she doesn't necessarily have to be a good person. She might be a bad person. We still shouldn't slut shame her. Don't slut shame. Right. Period. Fist bump. What if? It's, okay. Never mind. No, not what if. No. Okay. What if what? What if it's a dude? Can dudes be sluts? Uh, they can be man hoes. Which I feel like see, is different because I feel no, like because like a dude is proud. A dude. Usually, dudes yeah. are proud to be man. No, like literally, like a player is like a compliment for a guy. Like he likes being called a player. But but let's not even try to like turn just turn it around and do the same thing to the other gender, right? I mean, yeah, you're right. I'm not saying we have the power to like turn it around <laughs> and make men be shamed, but no, would we want to if we could? Uh, no. Like, don't we just want to, like, stop getting shamed? We don't want to shame somebody else. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm I'm a worse person than you because the thing for You're me is... You're a younger person than me. That I feel like the best way to get revenge is an eye... For, not even revenge, but just to fix the wrong. But, well, but the thing is, you have to understand, we could have a whole conversation about whether or not that's the best way to get revenge, right? The point is, there are a lot of men who have never slut-shamed anyone. Yeah. So my if brother, your brother, he's a good kid. Can we just talk about that really quick about how good a kid my brother is? His brother is a good kid. There are plenty of boys who have never slut shamed anyone or never been sexist. Yeah. So if we, if we could turn it around and make boys suffer the way that we have suffered, yeah, then that means we have to make all of the Gowans suffer and all of the Gabes suffer along with all of the manhos. Yeah. You're right? right? So we never want to try to just turn something around, especially in like a broad cultural sense. Yeah. You're right. <clears throat> Don't slut shame, even if it's a guy. Um, check out my Instagram at beat underscore fish. Um, you can find some pretty weird pictures of me just looking depressed. Shameless Instagram plug. Shameless Instagram plug. Um, I also post poetry and artsy pics of, like, my brother's violin. Um. What? <laughs> sometimes you can find a rare occasional, um, picture of my brother and, like, they don't stay up for long, so like them while you can. Um, is there any self-plugs you want to do? Um, I'm Mary Sturgeon. You can okay, find me. Okay, we didn't ask. <laughs> you can find me. On uh, Twitter at Mary underscore Sturgeon. You can find me on Mastodon, although I'm not. You can find her on MySpace. <laughs> you can get to my Mastodon from some of my other uh, online space because I don't know that. I'm not even sure yet quite how to 
how to tell you a Mastodon address, but I've been playing with Mastodon. It's really cool. Because there's less hate on it than Twitter. It's very cool. Um, um, you can find my website at www.marysturgeon.net. You can also find me on Twitter at, at bookstar with two R's 33. Hit me up. I don't all, send nudes. Because nudes is a way to slut shame people. And if we're all uh, doing, I don't know that I I don't know that that's true, but if you are for shameless plugs. Check out my YouTube channel, Cosmo Corner. So really quick, um, it's a crime to send nudes and ask for nudes, so don't do it, or it, else I will send you to jail. It's a crime for fourteen-year-olds to send nudes. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> Hit me up for nudes. <laughs> no, you're my mom. You can't say that. No, <laughs> she's married and looking to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> My mom is a 39-year-old woman. I am She's 30, freshly single. 38. If you call me 39 again, I'm going to start calling you 13. 39, She's 38, looking great, and ready to skate. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. She's single as a Pringle, ready to mingle. I'm not single. Yes, she is. Are we ready to sign off? Follow your heart. I don't know what that means. Niche, niche. <laughs> Stay tuned for outtakes. Oof. Uh, it comes with 15 decaf tea bags. It's from Riddle's Tea Shop and Curiosities. It has... All right, you're drinking... What, peach. What does it taste like? Vanilla. Marigold. Spice. This is probably getting cut out. <laughs> Just so you know. Or is this... This is not, like, if you're listening to a podcast, do you want to hear someone read every yes. ingredient of their no. tea that they're drinking? Um, it, like, tastes, like, kind of fruity, but it's also not, because, like, I hate drinking fruit teas, mm-hmm. but, like, I like a good, like, rubos. Kind of fruity, but also not is also your band name. God, I <sighs> Hunting a vampire with my grandkids! <laughs> Fuck! You just spit risotto, like, everywhere. So we'll lick it off, don't worry.